selection of images. Some elusive, others printed indelibly on the brain. The summer I killed my father, I was 10 years old. My brother Poe was nine, and my sister Cicely had just turned 14. The town we lived in was named after a slave. It said that when General Jean-Paul Baptiste was stricken with cholera, his life was saved by the powerful medicine of an African slave woman called Eve. In return for his life, he freed her and gave her this piece of land by the bayou. Perhaps in gratitude, she bore him 16 children. We are the descendants of Eve and Jean-Paul Baptiste. I was named for her. So, this of course is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. 25 years ago, Casey Lemons, who is the wife of Vondi Curtis Hall, directed her first film, Eve's Bayou. One of the producers happened to be Mr. Samuel L. Jackson, who also stars in the film. It takes place in 1960s Louisiana. Great cast, a lot of darkness. That's what drew me to it. I thought, what is, what is this film? And then attached to it was Erica Badu singing Child with the Blues. Um, with, uh, I mean, God, this film. This film was just, first of all, there aren't a lot of really great films out there to begin with. And in Hollywood, there are not a lot of great black directors, black producers. This is an all-black cast used by you. And um, it's beautiful cinematography by Amy Vincent. An exceptional cast. Released November 7th, 1997. But that trailer, I remember that trailer, and that trailer draws you in. That's that's what trailers were supposed to do. To draw you in. Okay. And um if I can find it. Yeah, it's a southern gothic drama written and directed by Casey Lemons. Its impact in 2008, Eve's Bayou made Times list of its 25 most important films on race. On February 26, 2009, Demi Morgan's portrayal, Moselle Baptiste Delacroix, was included in Pop Matters' 100 Essential Female Film Performances list. And in 2012, Jeremy Smollett, role, her role as Eve Baptiste, was included in Essence 25 Best Film Roles for Black Actresses. Among its accolades, Best Child Performance, Jeremy Smollett, 1997 Board Film Critics Association Awards, the Chicago Film Critics Association Awards, Best Supporting Actress, Debbie Morgan, who was a soap star at that time, 1997 Board of Review Awards, Outstanding Directorial Debut, 
Casey Lemons. The 1997 San Diego Film Critics Society Awards Best Supporting Actress, Jeremy Smollett. 1998 Acapulco Black Film Festival Best Actor, Samuel L. Jackson. Best Director, Casey Lemons. Best Film and Best Soundtrack Nominated. The Independent Spirit Awards gave it a Best Feature, First Feature uh, Award, along with a Best Supporting Female, Debbie Morgan. See, the Independent Spirit Awards know what time it is. It was nominated for the NAACP Image Award for Best Lead Actor in a Motion Picture, Samuel L. Jackson. Best Leading Actress, Ms. Lynn Whitfield. Best Motion Picture Drama. Best Supporting Actor in a Motion Picture, Vondi Curtis-Hall. Best Supporting Actress in a Motion Picture, Debbie Morgan. Best Youth Actor-Actress, Jeremy Smollett. Best Youth Actress, Megan Good. It was nominated for Satellite Awards, a Young Artist Award, Young Star Awards. But this is some dark subject matter. Dark subject matter. Beautifully photographed. By Amy Vincent. This is this is an exceptional cast. There's a lot going on. And um there's a lot of magic. There's a lot of intrigue. And um I may be drunk. Here we go. Just because you a doctor, you think you know every fucking thing. You don't know every fucking thing. Damn it, Harry! Daddy! Uncle Harry! Stop it, it's late. Do you want to raise the dead? Since we go back to bed, you're not dressed and it's bedtime. Not till Daddy comes in. Fuck you, Doc. I'm sick of your shit. Now get in the goddamn car before I kill you. Good night. Good night, slugger. Bonsoir, So this family has a gift of sight, of clairvoyance. And the little girl just dreamed the death of her uncle, played by Bradford Marcellus. Yes, from the famous Marcellus family, the jazz family. Jeremy Smollett is Eve Batiste. 
Tamara Tooney as the adult E-Voice. Debbie Morgan as Moselle Baptiste Delacroix. Samuel Jackson as Louis Baptiste. Lynn Whitfield as Roz Baptiste. Diane Carroll as Elazora. I think, oh, I hope I said it right. Let's see. I want to say it right. The fact that they got Diane Carroll. Elzora. Elzora. To be in this film. Lisa Nicole Carson, who was on Ally McBeal at the time, is Maddie Monroe. Megan Good is Cicely Batiste. Roger. Oh, geez. Okay. Here we go. Oh. Ro- oh, this is interesting. Roger Genver Smith. So he has collaborated with Spike Lee many times, including Tarantino in Django Unchained. And he plays Lenny Monroe, Maddie Monroe's husband. Mm-hmm. Vondi Curtis Hall is Julian. Oh, this is interesting. Now I remember. Because I haven't watched it in, in probably about a, maybe a year and a half, I think. Bradford Marcellus as Uncle Harry. Carol Sutton as Madame Renard. Ethel A.R. as Grand Mir. And Jake Smollett as Poe Batiste. Victoria Raoul as Stevie Hobbs. So yes, there's, there's, there's a lot going on in this film. A lot. And, um... Here's one of the the moments, you know, Debbie Morgan really, in a way, steals the show in this. She's so uh, amazing as um, Roz Batiste. Or, I'm sorry, Moselle. Man, I'd ever seen your Uncle Harry, 
He was the sweetest. And Maynard. Maynard loved me most of all. You know, even when I was your age, before I ever did the counseling, I could look at people, complete strangers, and see their whole lives so clear. But I looked at each of my husbands, never saw a thing. That's the way it always is, blind to my own life. Evian, now go on, make yourself invisible for a while. Let's eat pomegranates till our hands turn red and and all we can think about is getting the juice off. <laughs> Whoa. Well, let's get our fortune store. Not by her. Now you said you wanted to cheer me up. Come on. Rise up, woman. Come to keep Nagas. Mozo Baptiste, if I didn't know you better, I'd say you had a case of professional jealousy. Rise, I am a psychic counselor. Elzor is a sideshow attraction. Well, then there's nothing to be afraid of. Come on. Which one first? Uh, my, my sister lost something of a skeptic. I'd very much like my fortune told. Sit down. Empty it. Sometimes a soldier fall on his own sword. In three years' time, you will be happy again. Three years. Look to your children. Dala. That's it? Just wait three years and everything will be fine? Look to your children. Thank you. I feel most enlightened. Good afternoon.
Some things are better left unsaid. I paid you a dollar, old woman. Now tell my fortune. I don't need no cat bones to tell your fortune, Mazelle Baptiste. You are a curse. A black widow. Next man who marries you is a dead man, like the others. Always be that way. Salmon So I played that because that's a moment right there. You've got Diane Carroll. And she's playing someone who can see into the future. And they both want their fortunes read. Well, Lynn Whitfield's character does. I wanna I wanna say that the fact that you have Lynn Whitfield, who's very glamorous. I've always thought she was very, very glamorous, sitting right with Diane Carroll, who epitomized glamour in the 1960s and beyond. If you remember her from Dynasty as, um, uh, what was her name on Dynasty? Oh, my goodness. What, what you know, she was also on that, where she, uh, it was a show where she played a uh, nurse, Julia, in the 1960s. And she was the first black actress on a drama. She got her start in Carmen Jones with Miss Dorothy Dandridge. Ah, she played Dominique Devereaux in Dynasty. But the fact that she epitomized glamour throughout those eras, and she's sitting with Lynn Whitfield, and Lynn Whitfield, I've always felt, doesn't get the credit that she deserves. She should have two Oscars by now. A very glamorous, dignified woman. And whenever I see her in a film, I, I watch because, you know, like I've said, the really great actress. Really, I mean, she played Josephine Baker in the Josephine Baker story. She was in Head of State, Stepmom, between love and, a thin line between love and hate. That's when people really took notice in terms of film, of Miss Lynn Whitfield. But in terms of Eve by, Eve's Bayou, and then Debbie Morgan. Debbie Morgan also. Very, very glamorous. And they're sitting with Diane Carroll. And, you know, they're probably having to pinch themselves because you've got these three great actresses in that scene together. And there's a lot that goes on in Eve's Bayou. There's the clairvoyance because... Debbie Morgan's character is a clairvoyant. Now, this is this is a moment. You can't see it, but you can hear it. Chicken. 
and those are the kids just having fun. And that's the other thing. So something happens where they have to protect the children. And they have to protect the children. And so here we go. And so Lynn Whitfield's character, Roz Batiste, is stating her case to her husband and the rest of the family why they should keep the children indoors. And this is the summertime, and that's the worst thing that you can do to children by telling them to stay indoors. And here we go. Lock these kids up in the house for the rest of the summer because of something that old fortune teller told you? She just kept saying, look to your children. And no sooner do we leave than Moselle has this vision of a child getting hit. <laughs> Roz, you know I love my sister, but she's not unfamiliar with the inside of a mental hospital. Louis, not in front of the children. They know. Of course we know. Know what? And Moselle's crazy. She is not. She knows things. People trust her. Yeah, sweetheart, your Aunt Moselle's a little eccentric. That fortune telling is just something we let her do Lewis. to keep her out of trouble. She may be crazy, but them visions always come true. Anyway, I've made up my mind. They're staying in the house. Till when? Well, I don't know. Till Moselle says it's safe. I can't believe I'm hearing this. What if we promise not to play in traffic? Don't you use that tone of voice with me, Cicely Baptiste. And don't be rolling your eyes at your father behind my back. You're looking right at us, Mama. Nothing ever happens behind your back. Don't talk back to your mother, young lady. You're not too big to beat. Don't threaten my daughter, Mama. You let her threaten me. When I was growing up, children did not participate in the conversation of adults. You can let them kids back talk and run wild if you want to. You won't hear another word out of me. In my day, we were thankful for signs and warnings. Well, go on and let the little hooligans get round over. Sava, plus tranquilo to a DC. It'll be much quieter around here. Well, I want to thank you all for the delightful family chat. Have patience. So there's something that I left out that opens the film. And it's traumatic because one of the children walks in on the father having an affair with Maddie Monroe. And that solidifies the story and the revenge and the darkness and just this whole story. And you know how the Moselle and Roz talk to the fortune teller well something interesting happens because the gift of sight runs throughout the family and Eve takes it upon herself to try to change the trajectory of her family and so We've arrived at that scene 
This is this is such a great film. There's a there's a lot of different shapes and sounds and edges to this film. And here we go. Uh, how's your family? Everybody's fine. How's Maddie? Hey, same as always, you know. Salty and sweet. <laughs> what you looking for? Um, apples. Apples? Well, you know you just walk right past them. You still teaching? Sure, darling. Down at Xavier, New Orleans. Been there for years. That's a long drive. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes if the weather's bad, I just stay on campus. But usually, you know, I try to get home so Maddie don't get too lonely. <laughs> Maddie don't seem like the lonely type. No. No, I guess not. You must get home real late. Well, when you get home. Sometimes. <laughs> so is my daddy. Every night. My mama gets real lonely. But then, she's the lonely type. Not like daddy and Maddie. Well. She's the one who witnessed the affair, the affair, and so she's talking to the woman's husband. Now, Eve is on to something here. And she has sought out someone who you would not expect. I remember you, Pineapple Thief. I've been looking for you. Only people ever look for me got good reason. I got good reason. You got money? Twenty dollars. Twenty? Let me see.
related to Moselle Baptiste? I'm her niece. And she the one you want dead? No, someone else. Mm, too bad. Tant pis. Why you want this person dead? Couffer. Raison privé. This person harm you? Others in my family. I will give you something to protect you and your family from this person. I want him dead. Mon élément! For certain, you are sure? Yes, ma'am. People have a way of dying at their own speed. But I will see what I can do. I will need some hair from the head of this person. I brought you some. I'm a comb. I hope it's enough, though. Well, if you but don't be too eager. You come back Thursday night, and we will see. We'll see. So Eve has sought out Elzora. Played by Diane Carroll. To carry out some revenge. Now the song. Now the, the score in this film is just exquisite. By Mr. Tra uh, what is it? <laughs> the score is by Terrence Blanchard. He also did a song with Erica Badu. A Child with the Blues. Beautiful song. It drives right into the story. And there's a lot to this story. There's a lot of misunderstandings. There's a lot of darkness. Now, at the time when this came out, 25 years ago, it, uh, In terms of, you know, films like that, it was a Southern Gothic. In 2021, there was a reunion with Lynn Whitfield, uh, Journey Smollett, Terrence Blanchard, Casey Lemons, and Megan Good. Now, the film itself had a budget of $3 million and it made $14 million. Roger Ebert uh, named, naming it the best film of 1997. The film has an approval rating of 83% on Rotten Tomatoes. An exquisite film. And, um, ah, here we go. Very rarely do I go the way of the critics. Very rarely. But I wanted to highlight this because I loved how they looked at this film. A 10-year-old girl named Eve Batiste is heartbroken there because her father dances with her older sister and not with her. And life in her Louisiana family seems to center around the father, played by Samuel L. Jackson, as a popular doctor and a dedicated ladies' man. 
Later that night, when Eve thinks she sees her father with a woman who is not her mother, he tries to explain it away. You love Mama? Your Mama is the most beautiful, perfect woman I ever met. That's Journey Smollett in a quiet, strong performance as Eve. Her mother is played by Lynn Whitfield, and her Aunt Moselle, played by Debbie Morgan, has the gift of foretelling everyone's future except for her own. We're two of a kind, my brother and I. One day he'll turn around, and he will see you for the first time. And then he'll stop looking for what he already has. Eve, jealous because her father prefers her older sister and angry because he's cheating on her mother, consults a local voodoo practitioner, played by Diane Carroll. I will give you something to protect you and your family from this person. I want him dead. Mon élément. For certain, you are sure? Yes, ma'am. In scene after scene, Eve's Bayou is simply mesmerizing. It's the kind of passionate family drama the coils around memory and mystery like one of Ingmar Bergman's films about his childhood. The film avoids a cut-and-dried storyline and instead deals with conflicting memories of a long-ago summer and what they really meant. And it's beautifully written, acted, and photographed. It was written and directed by the actress Casey Lemons and is an astonishingly mature and assured debut. Eve's Bayou has a place on my list of the year's best film. I don't know if it would make my list that high, but I will tell you that what I love about it is that it pushes every hot button for children. Mm -hmm. Everything that kids can be afraid of, parent, parental infidelity, uh, preference of one child over another, all of these issues are handled magnificently. Mm -hmm. And I think it, that's to, just to have a surefire knowledge of what concerns children, mm -hmm. I think this is a, a terrific It's so activity. interesting the way it's all seen through Eve's eyes, Correct. and there are conflicting versions of what happened. Of course. And the movie goes back, Eve starts by saying that memory Memory can be elusive. These we don't know exactly what, and we're, as kids, we're always trying to think, yeah. what did that mean? Did I get that wrong? Did I get that right? Am I correct to be afraid? And it's so beautifully after handled. You, after it. you see this, you open up a dialogue with, you want to open up a dialogue with your children yes. to prevent misunderstandings. I mean, That's the right. film is, is fascinating for parents to see. Coming up next, a young woman schemes to hold her place. And so that's, they're both gone now. This is Skull and Ebert. Talking about Eve's Bayou, released 25 years ago. Like I said, the trailer, it's always about the trailer. The first time I saw that trailer, and I remember it, talk about selective memories, I was watching the Soul Train Lady of Soul Awards. The, it's no longer in existence, and they would award the amazing female performers of that year. And I see this trailer, and, and I thought, whoa. Then you hear the Erica Badu song. Th that was an exquisite trailer. And then to see the film itself, woo. So it's just one of those, I mean, it's on there. It it's not for everybody. It's, it's a very dark film. And there are very, you know, intense moments. And it's also about trauma. And how people heal from that trauma. And how people see their way out. And the misunderstanding of, of what leads to that trauma. So, you know, the selective of images, the memory. And so, um, 
to Casey Lemons and the entire cast, I mean, 25 years. It's an exquisite film. And I absolutely love it. So as always, unpleasant dreams. <laughs>